Heavenly Father, we thank you for these two passages, uh, two uh, strong encounters. We ask your blessing on us as we open our hearts to what they have to say to us this morning. Come Holy Spirit, fill us we pray. Open our ears to your word and our hearts to your love for us that we may respond. As Ruth and as Bartimaeus respond to you. Amen. Well, last week we were reminding ourselves of our vision. Uh, trust you've seen it on the way into church. Our new vision statement, Jesus' love transforming lives from the heart of Southsea. Thank you to Andy for uh, creating that uh, wonderful modern banner. I've been wanting one of those uh, pop-up banners ever since I saw one at uh, HTB about uh, five years ago. But we finally made it into the same century. Thank you, Andy, for uh, helping us out there. Jesus' love transforming lives from the heart of Southsea. And our two vision goals we were hearing last week, to become a contemporary house of prayer and worship, a house of contemporary prayer and worship for Portsmouth, and to become a center for following Jesus deeper and further. And we were also looking at our theme verse for the year. Jesus' mother, you'll remember, saying to the servants at the wedding of Cana, do whatever he tells you. Do whatever he tells you. Today we're going to home in on the first four words of our uh, vision uh, uh, slogan, Jesus' love, transforming lives, because it's on those four words that all the rest is built. What better topic for Valentine's Day than love's commitment? Speaking of Valentine's Day, a young man surprised his, uh, his young lady um, with a huge bouquet of roses and uh, a booking at um, Montparnasse uh, restaurant down the road there. Very, very expensive. She was uh, really blown away. And as they were walking back up the precinct uh, past uh, the um, uh, British Heart Foundation, she couldn't help look in the window and check the inscriptions just to see if there was anything for her there. To see the inscription on a heart which said, I bought you a big bunch of roses and took you out to an expensive dinner. Why are you looking in the window here? For Naomi, Valentine's Day was a long time ago. Her life had really fallen apart since the days of her forever husband, Mr. Wright, and her two wonderful young sons. First came the famine which drove them from home. So there they were abroad, different food, different culture, different languages. Her sons married to two foreign girls. And then finally, catastrophe. Sweats, chills, gasping for breath, her husband lying dead. And then each of her sons in turn 
nursing them through the night, then washing their bodies and burying them in the morning. What else was there for the three women to do together of a long evening but to talk of what might have been and to weep? I'm no longer Naomi, she said to herself. Naomi, the sweetheart. Call me Mara, bitter of heart. Time to send her son's wives home and to return to Bethlehem, where it seemed the Lord had once again brought his people into his heart, called them to his mind, and supplied them with bread again. Could she find that she was in his heart too? I know that there are some of you here today who fear or whom have shared Naomi's bitterness. You have parents or spouses or children who are far from home, estranged, lost to creeping debility, sundered by death. On this Valentine's Day, are you bitter of heart rather than someone's sweetheart? Well, Naomi shares your bitterness, but she also offers you her faith in God, that though his hand is heavy on you, still he is your God. You are in his heart, and his hand still conceals unknown, unlooked-for blessings for you. For it's at this moment of darkness for Naomi that a ray of sunlight falls on her life. A moment of extraordinary grace touches her life. As young Ruth, her fellow widow, refuses to be sent away. She sets aside her own culture and language and religion no easy thing to do. She lays down her own family and comfort and prospects and offers herself utterly to her mother-in-law, way beyond the mutual misery of shared grief in an enduring personal commitment. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if anything but death separates you and me. Have you heard words like that recently? For better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, till death us do part. Ruth's vow to Naomi is more like a marriage vow than any sentimental Valentine's Day gush, roses and chocolates and pink hearts and lovey-dovey feelings. For Ruth, this is a determination to be with the person that she is committing herself to forever. 
enduring, loyal commitment. Of course, a vow alone isn't enough. But month by month, Ruth fulfills her vow in comradeship, in loneliness, practical support in tough times, following her advice, adopting her as her mother. And through that fulfilled vow, God, Naomi's God, whose hand has been heavy on her, begins to draw her back from death into life again, giving her a son-in-law, a grandchild, and a place in the lineage of kings and salvation. Step by step, God's faithful loving kindness through the real practical commitment, the vow of love of Ruth, Naomi, the sweetheart who has become Mara, the bitter, bitter, is brought back to being Naomi, the sweet, once again. A thousand years later, a descendant of Ruth is walking almost the same journey from the border of Moab through Jericho and up to Jerusalem and Bethlehem. And he too meets another lonely, bitter man, stripped like Naomi of family, community, prosperity, light, and hope. Blind Bartimaeus hears this man coming towards him and sees who he truly is. He calls out into the darkness, Jesus, son of David, grandson of Ruth, have mercy on me. And Jesus, Ruth's descendant, who is also, it turns out, Naomi's God, steps into Bartimaeus' darkness and brings him light, healing, and joy. A powerful gift. Yet like Ruth's gift, immensely costly. Like it, but even more so. Ruth's words, where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay, have a new resonance in the life of Jesus. Where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay, not in the glorious delights and comfort of heaven, but in the harsh reality of your world. Your people will be my people because your God and Father is also my God and Father. In the terrifying places where you die, on one of your crosses, I will also die, and at the foot of it, I will be buried. Yet, through the faithfulness of your God and Father and my God and Father, not even death will separate you and me. What a powerful statement of committed love. So don't be seduced by the soft-focused adverts on television all this week, building you up to today. Don't be shortchanged by chocolates and roses. There is more to love than that. You don't need to be a Valentine to know the joy of being loved, not for what you look like or what you're wearing, but for who you are and who you could be. 
not for good feelings, for a one-night stand, for feelings of warmth and romance, but with enduring commitment forever for your blessing. Jesus loves you already, now, as you are, like this, today. With this kind of life-giving, hope-offering, intimate, supportive, comradely, bitterness-negating, sweet and precious love. That is Jesus' love for you already, today, this Valentine's Day. The Hebrew word for Naomi actually means my delight. You are Jesus' delight. He delights in you. Can you hear him whisper your name? Naomi, you are my delight. Will you respond to his delight in you and delight in him? Or are you walking down a dark road, alone, fearful, anxious, afraid? Jesus stepped into your darkness and is walking alongside you, glad to be with you, to walk with you, to lead you into the light. Bartimaeus was physically blind, but ironically saw more clearly spiritually than many of those who were standing around him. In the voice of Jesus that he heard, he could see clearly authority and power, rescue and healing, welcome and delight. He could see that in some strange way, he, Bartimaeus, who was nothing, upon whom God's hand had laid heavily, might now be in God's heart, the delight of the Father in the presence of this Son of David. He heard those words of kindness and grace. Receive your sight. And immediately his physical eyes were opened to match the eyes of his spirit. And what does Bartimaeus see? A man in a dusty robe, on a dusty street at the edge of town, on the road to Jerusalem. A man on whose brow lies the bitterness and the sweetness, the delight of love, who bears in himself the bitter sorrows of those in whom he takes sweet delight. Bartimaeus sees him and he follows him not just down the road to the end of town, but like Ruth with Naomi, as a companion and a disciple to the very end of the road. For Bartimaeus, not up into the hills and to Bethlehem, but up that same road to Jerusalem and to Golgotha, to the bloody cross and the empty tomb to the upper room and the flames of fire, to Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the world. Jesus has said Ruth's words to us, and as his followers with Bartimaeus, we say them back to him. 
Wherever you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Not in the lazy comfort of my own ambitions, but ready to up sticks and to follow you. Whatever you ask me to do, as your mother said, I will do it. Whatever you ask me to give, I will give it. Because you have taken delight in me and have opened my eyes. Because you are my delight. Your people will be my people. Wherever I meet them, they will be my family. Wherever they are hurting, they will have a claim on me for their help, for your sake. Your God and Father will be my God and Father, even though my life is hard and his hand seems heavy upon me. I will know that with you, I am in his heart. And in the terri terrifying place where you die, where you died, on your cross, there I will die. And at your feet, I will be buried. And neither life, nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate me from the love of God in you. My delight, my Christ, and my Lord. Shall we pray?